podcast that keeps you in the mix of everything real estate. I'm Noelle Fryson with the Center for Real Estate Education, and of course, we have our power panel. So first, we have Eric Anderson, CEO of Alexander Anderson Real Estate Group. Morning. We have Omar Sharif. He is the VP of Alexander Anderson Capital Group. And today, we have an amazing guest. We have Daniel Gonzalez. Daniel Gonzalez is a construction consultant with Danny Builds Homes. Now, let me just tell you a little bit about Danny. I'm going to read this so I get it right. All right, here we go. Daniel Gonzalez has been involved in the real estate industry for over 25 years. Early on in his career, he realized that the, he realized the significant savings available by being his own contractor. Since then, through his company, Danny Builds Homes, he has made it his mission to pass on his learning to others so they can achieve their highest potential. Over the last 10 years, Danny has consulted with scores of investors, teaching them methods to take complete control of their projects, be it a flip, investment, rental, or even a major renovation. So because we have Danny on with us today, we are going to get down and dirty with the tips and tricks of dealing with general contractors. Down and dirty, but Danny, do you get down and dirty anywhere? Um, you know, if you have to get... <laughs> uh, Pulling up to the job site, and if I'm there and I Danny's see guys, now. Yeah. well, I see people unload, and I still help out. You know, okay. I always say, um, even as an investor, you have to still put your boots on. So, yeah, um, you know, you can't expect your guys to take care of everything with you not even, you know, chipping in. If I'm not around, hey, you know, I don't have to help. But I, I feel like I'm entitled. If I see my guys bringing something in, I'm not just gonna watch them. I'm gonna help them out as well. So. I, I and and that's the biggest thing. You earn the respect and the love of of, yeah. of your guys, you know, by helping them out as well. So yeah. So I, I think most people are super afraid of dealing with contractors. Yep. You know, I know that I've probably got twenty percent of the gray hair on my head is from dealing with contractors. <laughs> so what would you? What would be your number one? Pitfall with a contractor, or what should we? What should first, we look out for? First, I would say. Uh, Hair dye works wonders because <laughs> I probably have more gray hair than you, <laughs> and it really does. Um, just dealing with a contractor, it's tough because let's say like uh, someone like Omar, we work so well together. Um, we do the uh, the real estate class, find uh, fun flip, yeah, find fun flip online, and it's kind of like our duo, and we work so great together. But somebody else might not work with Omar as great as I work with Omar. Kind of goes the same um, with contractors. I might have an awesome contractor, and I told people, hey, I'll give you a good recommendation for this guy, and you guys might not hit it off. So the whole secret behind it is usually going two to three estimates, mm -hmm. meeting a few different contractors, and you fill them out. Usually go, the last thing is your gut feeling, first impressions, all that takes a, you know, a factor into it. Right, the, the, the relationship part of it is really important. And it's not just a matter of getting the terms and details down on paper, but you have to get along with the person, and they have to understand what you do, what you want done, um, because that's what's going to really build that contractor and investor relationship. Oh, absolutely. Well, run down what is the relationship for, between the general contractor and the investor. Yeah. What what do you guys do together? What's one's responsibility? What's the what's the others? Okay, so. Being a general contractor to an investor, depending on what you agree on, let's say 
All right, um, here's the plans. I'm going to maintain the entire project. All I need is the funding. Obviously, the investors just um, setting up payments to, you know, every time the a contractor needs a draw, they're taking care of everything. There's also investor GC where the investor is actually more active than a normal investor. And obviously, it's picking up material. It's just basically saving time. So it's how much money do you want to save and how much do you want to do compared to how less do you want to do? So so basically, I'll give you a quick example. I'm an active guy, even though I don't have a construction company anymore. Mm-hmm. Most of my guys that went on to other people, I'm friends with the, the GCs. So I'm an active I'm active as an investor. If I have a project, I'm going to make sure I order the material. I'm going to make sure I have the timeline. He's just supplying me with, you know, maybe picking up stuff or he might be, um, you know, picking up the material or just sending just sending his guys to handle the work. Compared to if he was a full-blown GC where I turned over the keys to him, I say, these are the plans. This is what I'm going with. You know, I don't want to be bothered with anything. Obviously, it's more money out of your pocket, but, you know, the, the apartment, you know, still gets turned around. Hello, sir. Nima uh, always I'm, needs I think he's on time. <laughs> so, so the big question, hold on, the big question is, because you're late, do you get a microphone? Hell no. Do I speak so loud, <laughs> jokes on him. I don't even hear <laughs> All right, loud yeah. Yay, Nima, <laughs> so. I'm not late. They started on time. Well, mm-hmm. don't feel bad. I thought I was going to be the one that, that was man. late. So, Listen, this is the first and only time everyone watching this podcast that you're going to see a contractor on time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Uh. so, guys, this is Nima Mary, managing partner of a Mary law firm. And who's never, is- who's never late with a filing. No, I'm actually super early to these podcasts. You, usually, yeah. you are, contact. usually you are. And in my defense, I just made it. I had, a, I had a court, so I, I, you know, I was a little late, and it was well worth it because I made a ton of money by being an absolute maniac. Nice. Go. Yeah, I just everyone kept being like, why are you acting like this? And I'm like, guys, trust me, wild card. So, so that brings us into a good topic. Danny, is a client that's an absolute maniac the right way to handle a contractor? Uh, not really. So say Not really. <laughs> that means he doesn't no like it, but yeah. he's afraid of the stick. Yeah. He'd prefer the carrot. No, you know... Um, it's funny, the actual investor, like I said, the active investor, well, well, technically, between investors and homeowners is a huge difference. As an investor, you're not as picky as long as the job goes well, especially on a flip. If you're flipping, mm-hmm. it's not, you know, obviously you want everything mm-hmm. to, to be done accordingly. Or if it's a rental that you're just turning over an apartment, nice, clean, neat, compared to a homeowner who's usually sitting behind you while yeah. you're working. So yeah. I've actually seen, I mean, years ago, we we did a building in Edgewater. So this, you know, we agreed on a price. Um, we decided to take it. And this gentleman automatically assumed if he helped us out, the price was going to co- be a bit cheaper. Or <laughs> he, I mean, he nice was, price. we had one of our project managers walk off the job because he kept touching his tools. He's like, hey, listen, please let me get the work. Oh, but I just have to, you know. So they think they can involve themselves in it, speed up the timeline. If you get it done in 10 days compared to uh, 12 days, it's going to be cheaper. And it's it doesn't not. matter, right? It's like uh, like the attorney says, if he goes to court and he's there for an hour or seven hours, if you get it done in an hour because you know the judge or you know the prosecutor and you sneak in and you're out quick, 
It's still that the same doesn't point. happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never happens unofficially. Yeah. No, but you know, obviously you get paid for your time, whether you show up and you're there for six hours. Or no, I, I literally yeah. get paid more from there for yeah. more. Right. right. Oh, yeah. more yeah. Lawyers yeah. get paid wrong, by the hour, by the minute, by the minute. I take my time. I don't take the elevator. So wait. I take the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a difference between what you charge an investor and what you charge a homeowner? So this is the thing. People <laughs> automatically <laughs> assume because you're an investor, and I get it all the time uh, at my class. Mm -hmm. They're like, well, we're investors. You know, we pay this price. There's not a difference between an investor price and a homeowner That's price. That's not what I have heard. Well, here, here. Well, let me finish. <laughs> so uh, as an investor, if you're a first-time investor and you're coming to me mm -hmm. and you say, um, hey, listen, this is what I do, you know. Obviously, you're going to give them a decent price, but it's not going to be the best price. Now, obviously, if it's a repeat investor that you're doing tons of his property, even if it's a homeowner you're doing a bunch of their properties, you're going to give them that price. Right. But if it's a one-time gig and you know it, usually by, hey, listen, you know, um, I'm looking to do this job. You know, I have plenty more after this. I'm going to give you tons of work. You don't want to hear that because that's the biggest yeah. bull Everybody's that you can... I feel chipped here, right? By you got, I'm sitting next to him, so I got to be all friendly because he's twice uh, my size. Nah, nah. Crack me right in the face. If I was there, I could be grilling away. Uh, you got lucky today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm retired, so I'm not a contractor anymore. So. Oh, oh, then let's get it on. He's a consultant. So my, my thing is actually... Oh, honest, well, honest question, right? Yeah. So look, we all know the, the guy who walks in and says, I'll buy two. I I'll do this, I'll do that. You laugh in his face because you're like, all right, man, like you go to every person and say that. Uh, that guy's full of shit. Yeah. But let's be real, right? Just dead honest. We're on this yeah. podcast. Eric's wearing straight out of the listing. He's hood. <laughs> He'll tell you what's up. Right now, if you walk to a guy's house, gorgeous, stone outside, beautiful landscape, Porsche, Ben's parked in the driveway, and he says, I want to do this, this, and this. Clearly, he has no idea what goes into it. He's an executive. He just wants it done, and he wants it done well. And you have to quote him. What's the upcharge? No, no, not what's the upcharge. <laughs> I, I, have to give, no, I, ha I have to give him an equal scenario, right? Okay, okay. Think. Lock your mindset in right now. You got your contractor boots on. Lock your mindset. You just pulled up in your truck. You got this job. Now you walk to another job. Eric is standing there. You know Eric has done a dozen projects. Eric knows what the cost per receptacle is. If it's a, a licensed guy, non-licensed guy, Eric knows what the cost of the materials are. He knows everything. Right yes. now, lock your mindset in there. You're going to tell everyone watching the millions of people watching our podcast right now. You're going to tell them that the number that's the first number that pops in your mind is the same for both of the houses. Yes. No, I was those are different, different scenarios. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that's of course. different yeah. scenarios. Smash it. Do it. Do it. I can't because I'm, 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 I'm a Danny oh, on this. Oh, my. Come on, so, man. <laughs> that's why we have no one. How are they different? So, how are they different scenarios? So, so a homeowner versus an investor. Um, yeah, if, 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 if it's someone who lives in some upscale neighborhood or whatnot and he's willing to pay the price and get it done quickly, it's easier for you to get oh, the Oh, because the investor done. wants you to take a time? No, but the investor has <laughs> a scenario. But the investor, no, hold on, time-wise. But the difference would be investor access to the property itself is different. You could go in and out, the property's empty, Whatever they're not living there, they're not watching you. They're not oh, watching you. Because the homeowner's kids. waiting for you to buzz in this gate, right? And well, if you don't buzz at 9 to 9.30, they don't let you in? You're basically giving Danny a way out of this answer. Well, no, I'm agreeing. He's, he's absolutely right, and then, oh, of um, course he is. He's on your side. So, <laughs> Yana, so as a contractor working with the homeowner, it it's takes more. Yeah, it's, it is really challenging because everything has to be perfect. They hold yeah. a lot of the deposits. They hold their money. They're like, well, 
this wasn't perfect. I'm going to deduct. It's it emotional. Not right. It's emotional. With you know? So basically, this it's is emotional. what he's saying. When you're dealing with the homeowner, they care about the product. They care about the time and they will micro and watch well, to make sure they emotional. get what they're paying. You were about but, to get but, into that bathtub. Like also, you want it to be perfect. But what, you want your spa bathroom. But what does that have to do with pricing? You're basically saying you're upcharging for headache. Right, but he right. didn't well, say you, anything you, about yeah. them having a Benz. He took that part. He left out. But but also, well, okay. depend, it depends so on the neighborhood as well. How far is the drive? Yeah, what material are they using? Usually, so I'm you only true. You, the drive is the same for each client. The drive is uh, now. How about you know? Design, the difference is one design. is a homeowner, one no, no. is an investor. No, no, no. One, one is, is a homeowner who lives in a mansion who yes. wants to just get it done, like Nima described. Hold on, no, no. Let's rewind. Not, well, we not probably not probably not negotiating and pricing. We got it. Yes, this is good. This is good. Yes, I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to I'm going to say two things. Yes, people go, and even to myself, when I bring people to my home who I need stuff done, they look at your home, wow, this is nice. Okay, right there and then, you know the price is going up. It's human nature. It's not yeah, a bad thing, yeah. man. Well, Yo, what kind of attorney are you? I mean, do you do everything? I, I, I wear a couple different hats. Okay, right? so let's just say, if you're a criminal attorney, I used to, I used to own a bail bonds company for 20 years. Uh, that's so, where you made the good money. So, <laughs> well, you guys made it too. because I. Wait, what was your bail bonds company? Uh, inner city bail bonds. Okay. I was Jersey City and Patterson. Uh, just, so, just so everybody understands why he said was, the law changed a couple of years ago, which kind of the state decided that bail bondsmen shouldn't make all the money they want to make it, in my opinion. Absolutely. They eliminated bail bonds and now they take your But they ruined they it. it and, the and what they did was we got it anyway. all the police work, <laughs> all the, uh, you know, everything went to. to I don't to do, share. I don't really do criminal law. Oh, you know, okay. For some celebrities, it's about. Well, since you. Yeah, Back to and, and me as a con, yeah. So me as a contractor, well, I'll tell you this. Um, a few years back, we decided to shut down. Um, I couldn't handle investing and doing other people's work as well. I felt like I neglected most of my stuff. So I created this class and now here, this is the answer to your question. I've actually created a class called the real estate construction class. Um, I have it once a month and I hold 25 people. I teach them how to deal with a contractor. I give them the active labor prices and I give them all the tools they need how to not get ripped off by a contractor. So. Yeah, contractors. My, I'm saying all contractors. There's a lot of great contractors out there who get a bad name, but I've basically given people the key to success how to deal with these contractors. Well, just just so everyone knows, Danny is also one of the teachers on Fine Fun Flip, the the class that's held at the Center for Real Estate Education, recareercenter.com. And he goes through a lot of those same things oh, absolutely. with Omar yep. Yep. On, on that class. So tell me, what are the top tricks to not get scammed? So How am the, I not going to get my my pocket? So this is my thing. As an investor or homeowner? So either, we, either, have, either, either one. Either, either one. How do I deal with you? Um, and how does a person start in, in their search for a contractor, typically? Okay, so my thing is this. Referrals are great. Referrals are always the way. I'm pretty sure you get a lot of referrals. I'm not a contractor. No, no, no. I, no, you're an attorney. Oh, yeah. no, but I forgot. you still have to. <laughs> <laughs> you have so to get. You're it. still contracted yeah. by people. No, yeah. I, I'm very referral based. Okay, referral right. Based. And people who you know are happy with my results usually refer, and usually everyone says the same thing. That's your wonderful. We know. All right. So, <laughs> I am three top that. ways. There's three top ways. Okay. One. Um, Home Depot is a popular site. I'm at Home Depot all the yeah. time. You, I've heard that. You go and you stalk contractors yeah, well, at Home Depot. Well, well the, the secret is going to the pro desk. Okay. Okay. So I And Patterson, Paramus, and Clifton, and Passaic. New Jersey. In New Jersey, yeah, sorry. In New Jersey. Those are the four pro, uh, the, those are the four pro desks that I order from all the time. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, I don't have to look for contractors anymore. And I still do, though. Because even though I have a relationship with guys, 
I switch it up every once in a yeah, while. You have to. Because yeah. even me, who sends out tons of work all the time, I refer tons of people. They still try to rip me off. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, you know what? My roofer just kept going up little by little. Like, oh, he's already stuck with me. Yep. Mm-hmm. So and you're like, I, no, I switch out guys every once in a while. I always say contractors have like a two or three year window and then you have to move. And then that's it. The yeah. problem is they come to you hungry, right? Oh, they do. And then you feed them. They get full. And now that they're full, they think that, you know, they're worth more. And I'm not saying they're not. No more burgers. Now they want filet mignon. That's okay, though. Maybe maybe you've gotten to that level. Just understand that the person you were dealing with, that was the hand that fed you, may Mm -hmm. not need that. And he may Mm -hmm. then go to somebody else, and you may lose that business. Yep, absolutely. So I'm going to Home Depot, and I'm stalking some guys. You're at the pro desk, and let's say you're, you're at Home Depot every day you're going to see the same contractors every day. Uh-huh. Those guys are usually the guys that are actively working, that are constantly working. But hold on, why would you trust a guy who has to go to Home Depot two days in a row? Clearly, he's not planning his job right. No, oh, that's not true. Well, today, with COVID, things don't come in on well, usually they're Well, not even there. with COVID. You go like this. So you have a job site. Um, you're in Patterson, New Jersey. You know the lumber prices are high. You know they're going to... St- I've had jobs that I've worked at during COVID where guys rip the two by fours out the wall, you know, obviously drug addicts. Mm-hmm. You have extra material. Wow. You cannot leave extra material in these homes. Wow. As a homeowner, you can leave it. As Mother. as an investor, you're building in some of these areas where you know you leave material there, That's it's gone. gone overnight. Yeah, great point. I mean, hammers, tools, everything. You see the um the VPS gates, I don't know if you've ever yeah. seen them. Yeah. The, the metal so gates. so my go my thing is when you start the build. You put up that home, you install the windows, you remove them, and you get security systems there, which is... Can I I say a funny story? Sure. Uh, I was a kid. I was working for my dad, right? Real estate portfolio. So uh, building in Newark, right? Midday. Calls me and tells me, when you go there, make sure the workers lock the truck. I'm like, yeah, 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 fine. Three-family house. It's not like we're in the middle of nowhere, public street. Go in, um, probably inside for a period of like 20 minutes, Keeps calling me, make sure you go out and check on the car. I'm like, what is wrong with this guy? Like, <laughs> every 20 minutes, I'm not going to go out and look to see if the car's still there. Like, so you didn't listen to your dad. It's not 1984, right? It was not that long ago. I'm inside for maybe 45 minutes. Now, this is a work van filled with tools, right? Filled with tools. Filled. And it's closed. And it's a busy street. And it's like 1230 in the afternoon. Right? I send a guy to get a tool, comes back, and he's just looking at me. and you know Uh, he's like can you come outside and i'm like why and he's just really quiet there was nothing i mean when i tell you like they broomed up afterwards too (laughs) they emptied that truck in the middle of the day there was not a tool your daylight middle 12 30 of the day (laughs) what town newark on south 17. it will i mean i was like (laughs) you played yourself (laughs) so danny's going every day so he just has what he needs when he goes so yeah a a lot of the contractors you go every day let's say you know you need a thousand two by fours but you get a couple hundred every day you're only going to use a couple hundred every day you keep a thousand in the house one you're going to run out of space Guys can't walk over. Two used to be able to leave it outside. outside. Now it's yeah, gone. Can we plug Omar here? Because Omar taught me. Omar taught me a technique. 
We were texting a week ago. Oh boy. What's your, what's your technique? I don't know. Omar, not all my us, techniques. Give us your technique. Give us half the technique. I'm not sure what you're referring to because some oh, techniques. Oh, <laughs> the, like the ones related to building. Right. In my profession, we call this culpable deniability. So I don't know what he's referring to, but. I don't recall. It's <laughs> Omar's defense. Well, I'll, I'll abbreviate it. Omar believes in ordering things and timing out the delivery so he Just gets in them time. in advance. Oh, That's what for sure. The, the, like, oh, Japanese do. Yeah. So, so I. I my method in doing rehabs is I try to not leave my room at all. And what I mean by that is, and what I mean by that is I don't like your going office. to Home Depot. Office, yeah. So I don't, I don't like going to Home Depot at all. And, but you have to. So the way, my way around it is I order everything I possibly can online because a lot of these stores are out of stock with materials. And if one store is out of stock, if you order it online, they'll find it from the other stores. They'll deliver it on site. And guys, delivery is not that expensive. It's a no. hundred bucks. So you have home big actually uh, sixty-nine dollars. Well, well, it depends on the size. They, ha they have. Yeah. I know the exact. JB Hunt. I, I wonder. <laughs> what, I wonder what they were thinking when they're like, you know, we're gonna charge sixty-nine dollars for delivery. Like, what an arbitrary number, right? <laughs> well, it's eighty-nine dollars. Eighty-nine. Yes, I'm sorry, JB Hunt. Yeah. Uh, so now, but we still need to know what to do with the pro desk because we keep getting off topic. Oh, okay. Sorry. So all right. So finish it to get it the, out. All right. This is real why quick. we need Eric, right? Yeah. Last yeah. time we were. Let's, hear, let's we were hear about the pro desk. All right. So the pro desk. So basically, you, you know what the pro desk is, yeah. right? All right. So for those of you who don't know what the pro desk is, it's basically a, uh, a it's just it's just a contract it's a desk card. Word pro on it. Um, you have set up an account. It's all free. They manage what you spend. So every week on Monday, if you spend a thousand dollars, you open what's called a bid room. A bid room is basically you put your material through the bid room. It sends it to corp. It comes back and gives you a price. Now there's a lot of things that it doesn't come off. Electric, yeah. some plumbing. But I've spent, I mean, I've saved 40 percent uh, on millwork, lumber, uh, not lumber, I'm sorry, doors, molding, trim. That price, it's so upmarked that you don't realize what you save. But I put everything through Do it. Do you have to be a contractor? You don't have, no, you can be a homeowner. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah most and people also, know okay, that. that's good. Yeah. And then also with, with paint as well. If you spend a certain number with. Uh, what is the number on paint? So the number on paint is. You spend five thousand. Uh, you spend twenty five hundred. You get ten percent. You spend uh, yearly or five, yearly five. Oh, sorry, five thousand. It's uh, fifteen percent. If you spend over seventy five hundred, it's twenty percent off. Guys, do you, you guys listening? Like this is why this information is so important. So valuable, yeah. right? Because like I'll give you an example. I spend six figures at Home Depot. If I told you how many times I actually take the time to go to the pro desk and do it through the pro desk, so I get these benefits, Never. I don't. I yeah. go, I get my stuff, I'm frustrated because there's no one in any aisle to tell me where it is, and I get out of there as soon as possible. But just listening but you, to this. Do you punch in your pro number at the register? No. I do. Uh, see, no. I, I punch they, 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 they don't give you that opportunity. They just, at well, the end, they well, say, they, what's they, your do, it's right there. Well, they ask the you what's your pro number, and I'll be honest, um, I spend a lot at Home Depot every year. That um, Actually, at the pro desk, they set us up with separate accounts, and they actually give you... Um, Gifts at the end yeah. of the year. Look, I also didn't know that there yeah. were these savings. So imagine I've been shopping at Home Depot forever. I just learned something in this lecture, and I am. But Danny, so now wait. Well, y'all know that we're going to go to the pro desk. Well, you go right? to the pro desk. So yeah. now so we're gonna we're gonna steal people from the pro desk. Next, I just want to make sure him. he gets. No, no. I just want to make sure he gets his. Does Lowe's have the same thing? No, Lowe's is. Hold on, but when you say pro number, you you put your, a number your, in? your telephone number that you set up your pro account. Me no more being selfish here. We're trying to save some money. <laughs> so I'll no, tell you real quick. Tonight, you know what? Now he says that, and I'm like, you know what? It's just something as simple as entering his number. We've got like four or five thousand dollars back in gift cards 
uh, mm-hmm. from Home Depot. Guys, remember that your first gift card better get mailed I've over. Playoff tickets. To our podcast. They, I mean, they they try to keep you happy. Don't need it to charge. You're missing on a bunch. We of will stuff do a field can, trip yeah. to Home Depot, Absolutely. but I want to know the yeah. second way of finding my contractor. Okay, second way of finding your contractor is the pro desk is the first one. Right. Right. You know, you're always going to find the morning, a good contractor in the morning. In the morning. The best time. Or you ask one of the managers there. So what yeah. do you slide into the DMs? You just we, walk no, right. No, literally. Get off hey, pro guys. These guys are all obsessed with the. Pro Dad. How do you find the contract? By like, by nice six, boots, bud. Tell me, by what six, do you do? Like, right. like, how do you start that combo without it being uncomfortable? Yeah, um, are you a contract? Hey, you ask yeah, the pro desk manager. Yeah. Well, you, you could do that. But, oh, they will but give you a referral. Oh, they'll, yes. they'll tell you, hey, listen, who's um, who's at this place a lot? Uh, have you ever heard of this company? Oh, yeah, he's here every day. He's a great guy. Yeah. But So that's one way. But you could just stand outside and the vans come with their logos. They're t- they have cards. They have everything ready to go. So right. that's and how you. Be like, hi, are you a contractor? That's I feel yes. so uncomfortable. Like I some dudes, but they want in business. Like, I feel like, excuse me, excuse me, sir, sir. All right. So number okay, two. Thank you. Number, number two, two is referral. <laughs> referral from a family or a friend. Um, like I said, even though they work great for me, they might not work great for you. That's the reason you go. Mm-hmm. You get three estimates. And number three. When you're driving around, believe it or not, people yes. do this all the time. They stop at people's job sites and say, hey, you're a framer. Oh, you're a carpenter. What do you do? Oh, uh, you know, I just I frame houses. Oh, do you mind if I take a look, look around? So there you can actually see the you work that they're doing. You can actually see doing. what they're doing. Right. Oh, and I'll tell idea. you, if, if you're in certain areas, Hackensack, I'm pretty sure, Patterson, Newark, you see those contractors all around the city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. can name five of them in the city of Patterson who I know are reliable and then you see those everyday guys but just because they're large companies you also can find these smaller handymen mm-hmm. smaller companies mm-hmm. that you have to kind of dig in deep for it's basically an interview you're trying them out if they work out great you reuse them if they don't you're on to the next so do you check uh google to see if they have reviews google or? reviews um you angie's can list? do you use angie's, and, angie's list? list is a great way usually okay. the people on angie's list are up market you're gonna pay for what you get over there yeah because yeah. you're googling a guy and, and let me tell you you can get great people uh we had this uh talk the other day guys would google uh plumber hey where'd you find me from oh, i found you on google right there in their head light bulb clicks it's like okay they're Googling me. So guys, they didn't this get guy's sophisticated. They don't know any prices. <laughs> they don't wow. know anybody. Here yeah. goes that bell off in your head. Yeah. Price is going up. So that's like yeah. the Mercedes BMW. Where's your last Cruise McDonald's? Well, it's I not just it's so not I, just I like grab it every day, but today was just a rush. It's not just the smaller contractors, though. Let me let me tell you. Um you have guys, um oh crap, I forget the name of the company. Um Yeah, put them on. AJ Perry. You know, AJ Perry. I'm pretty sure you guys seen their trucks. Yes. The blue and green. Plumbers. Yeah, they're plumbers. So they'll come down and you'll want to, let's say, replace your steam boiler. Now, steam boilers anywhere from $1,700 to $2,500. Parts and material labor, you probably could get it installed for $55,000, $6,000. That's a swap out. Mm -hmm. You go to AJ Perry, the price is $18,000. Wow. So, and they're also, this is where they get you. Because AJ Perry has their technicians on board. They're going to do it. It's obviously cheaper than that $6,000. The, the actual all-in cost for them would probably be around $3,500 plus their tech. And they're charging $18,000? they are charging $18,000. I'm going to tell you why. And I'm going to tell you why they have a million and one blue trucks and why they continue to keep in business. You're an investor or you're a homeowner. You don't have $6,000 to replace your boiler. 
guess what? They offer financing. Uh, and how much are you going to pay? You're going to pay 99 bucks a month, uh, but you're paying 21.5% interest. That's $17,000. They're going to end up getting $30,000 because you can have a five, a 10-year plan, a 12-year plan, whatever the interest, case. Right. Wow. That's so a great business model. They actually, so that contract, the small-minded contractor who thought he was ripping you off for an extra grand, these guys are getting an extra 20 grand. I so I guess you don't wow. use them. So you, people do, though. Well, if it's I, an emergency I, and they don't have cash, that's where the financing that's where they, is. I, mean, right? yeah, I think you it's know. helpful to some people. So. Do so. people sign agreements with you? So I want to know what kind of agreements they sign, what are in the agreements, and then I want to know from NEMA, what do people have to watch out for? Are you sure you want to derail the topic that aggressively? No, well, let's <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> yes, um, <laughs> me, <laughs> I've never done a job... Um, without a full detailed contract. Okay. Um, I've always wanted to make sure I was secure. What's in it? Um, well, can I ask you also of work. Wh sure. yeah, why? Because I'm going to loop into why for you guys that's so important and why legally for what? you it's important. But well, why for me mind? and the customer as well. All right, so, so what's, now, the, what's in the contract? Okay, so in the contract is the scope of work, the material. Now, who makes the scope of work? You uh, or I, the I do person? the scope of work okay. with uh, with, them. with them. So you so, walk through the house and you point We out see what we're going to agree okay. on. You yeah. can't say, well, you know what? I'll give you that. That doesn't. That never works because when they end up going to court and, There's you know, he said, listen, I was supposed to get paid. If, not when. Yeah. <laughs> if, if they go to court, yeah. So my contracts were full detailed. And a lot of people, they're like, oh, well, we don't have to do contract. Let's just shake our hand. I, I'm, I'm not a shake of the hand kind of now, guy. Now, who says that? You're the, the, the client? The clients, yeah. Really? A lot of, a lot of client invest would want a shake of the hand. Oh, everybody, because by shake of the hand, you're getting a better price. Uh, there yeah. There's a lot of contractors out there who, ah, listen, we'll just do it at this. We'll call it at this. I'll pay you cash. You mm -hmm. know, we don't have to claim it. We don't. So the shake of the hand and the cash buy is going to get you cheaper. You, can't, than you I can't do a contract with cash? You can do a contract with cash, but, you know, still people don't want um, the record. The record. Yeah. You know, because now it's, okay, they got cash, but there's record out there. Now they have to pay taxes on it. So Tamika, I believe she's saying that, you know, larger contractors or people who are very experienced like yourself do detailed, but how can you get a smaller contract to make their contracts more, de a contractor to make their contracts more detailed? So just, just to plug real quick. We, we offer the contract and the scope of work in the class. So we but offer the detailed paperwork. And to answer that, and Daniel, you take over right after, is um, you have you just get a template. Don't make one up yourself. Just get an existing template and adjust it. Can you Google that? You yeah, can, yeah, but you then can. you won't know what you come across and how to get it from somebody is what I would But recommend. how do you know that it's, it's as detailed as you need it? So let's go back. So scope of work. Right, scope, scope of work. work. Yeah, you, like you yeah. said. Which you is can, negotiable between the... Client and the contract. And the contract, okay, correct. Next. So in your scope of work, you want to make sure that the labor price is in there, the material price. You want to make sure it's fully detailed. Who's, excuse me, who's removing the garbage? Who's picking up the material? Who's removing? That's, That's such a, a small one. thing, yeah. but yeah, it's yeah. huge. Um, and it's assumed yeah. that the contract, a lot of homeowners just assume that the contractor will Yeah, I'm not going to remove the garbage. Never yeah. assume. Because garbage yeah. is, is, expensive. is expensive. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, one of the things we go over in class, people don't realize you're demoing, yep. uh, that price of garbage can be anywhere from ten dollars to $14,000 just yeah. for the demolition wow. part yeah. itself. Yeah. And people misjudge that yeah. on their flips, and that, that's how they end up being upside down on their flip. So uh, full the detail garbage. contracts. And then I always tell people, I'm like, me not being a contractor anymore, and I know basically the whole industry, I tell people, listen, 
I'm pretty sure if somebody came to your office, I don't know how busy you are. I'm pretty busy. I he's very busy because he's, he's not very busy. Right but he hangs out. Legal I, I can't get I'm the doing phone. For <laughs> no, no, I meant. Um, no, no, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. But you would read a contract for a client if they asked you, right? Or I have if to. you had okay. No, I, even if it's a uh, a general like a, contract, a they do it. They do it all the time. Oh, okay. Depends. All right. If you're Eric. Yeah. So Everybody I always else? say. Nah. <laughs> I always say, listen, like uh, Mehdi, he'll come in, yeah. he'll ask, he'll read a contract, a bunch of guys. It's basically reading a contract between the homeowner and the contractor on construction. I mean, you read real estate contracts all day, I'm pretty sure. So if I'm, if I'm a homeowner or a first-time investor or not an experienced investor, should I have a lawyer looking over my general You don't have to. If you, if you can understand the contract, you're going to basically, you're going to read the contract yourself once he draws it up. Okay. You're going to see that. Uh, this is what it's on. This is the material, the labor. You will pay for the garbage. If you agree on it, you sign it. I think okay. it depends on the scope of work. If you're having uh, the floors refinished in your house, I don't know that you need to have a contractor no, absolutely. have that looked over. If you're rebuilding, but if you're rebuilding the, a brand new house. Yes. Or, or if yeah. you're doing your bathroom or, or kitchen. Yeah. People don't realize doing your kitchen, they're like, oh, well, I thought the crown was included. Oh, the crown wasn't included, but right. you said you're going to do the more. I'm not paying but for the But crime. your lawyer's not going to know that. Well, that's part of the scope of work. Well, you if it was in the scope of work. You would have to give your lawyer the detail as to what you're expecting, and then yeah. he would check if it's in the contract. Yeah. You know. So I'm going to chime in here uh, on a serious note, because a bunch of stuff were said. I want everyone to take that and understand that this is how, although you're extremely experienced, I'll say this, I, you know, I give everyone a tough time, but you are clearly very knowledgeable. Um, and you know what you're doing. Oh, thank you. Right? Don't hit the button. No, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Actually, Omar, with that being said, mm -hmm. as to the points you just brought up, the state of New Jersey, and I just I just checked my phone. You guys were wondering why I was on my phone. I wanted to confirm this before I said it. Any contract over $500 for home improvement is required to be in writing. Wow. Oh. Right? So your handshake, while you're doing it because you're smart to protect yourself, yeah. what you don't realize is... If you don't have it, your client can sue you, and they can sue you under something called consumer fraud, which is very anti-contractor, and it involves taking your damages, trebling them, which means multiplying them by three, and shifts attorney's fees, which New Jersey follows the American rule. You don't shift attorney's fees unless there's a consumer fraud action. And there are requirements of the contract. Certain things need to be spelled out. New York as well is similar because guys, we're in the tri-state area, so we'll talk about New York as well. I think New York is even stricter than Jersey in every contract for home improvement has to be required. In addition to that, your home improvement contractor has to be licensed and registered with the state of New Jersey, right? right. You need to be registered. If they're not, they cannot be doing home improvement work. So what you're talking about is genius because you understand it from a fundamental level oh, but from a legal level right it needs to be in writing and guys your lawyer isn't the best person to read that contract in my opinion lawyers are great you can if you go to a construction lawyer who knows construction yes they'll know what to look for they'll be able to, all a lawyer can do is tell you what the contract calls for and says right. right they're not there to give you business advice they're not your consultant what i highly personally recommend and i'm a lawyer telling you this right i'm not trying to take business away from my profession yeah. but go to an architect Right, because your architect will know the ins and outs because they manage a lot of construction projects. They'll look at that contract and they'll know what's missing. They'll know the tricks. They'll help you fill it in far better than a lawyer will. So, well, Eric so who, always says, you always say <clears throat> to find, you, 
You know what you always say. You say find people. If you who can have vision more, it, yes. No, find people who have more experience than you. Find that person. Don't go. Don't go to your uncle if your uncle's never done a flip. You know, yeah. right, right. Go to someone. But, but else. even that, there's very few people who have the collective experience sitting at this table. But we all learn something new today too by sharing our the experiences. So, so let's just yeah. let's just go back to this contract thing. So first of all, let's clarify: a homeowner versus an investor, or versus a commercial transaction. Does that need to be in writing for all three of those candidates? Because a homeowner, I think, Anything falls under- Anything over $500, you said. Well, he didn't, he's- No, I understand his question. Consumer fraud, so- okay. No, no, so yeah. If you own a home and then you hire Danny, that needs to be a contract, right? But right. let's say me, if I own a commercial building and I hire Danny, does that need to be a contract? Okay? Sure. Because that's, um, I don't know if that's still considered a consumer. So that's one question that I have. Um, I do love the- idea about going to an architect, that's great. You still need someone to review your contract with the architect. But um, I think that's a great uh, comment because architects do have a better scope of, of what's going on than, than that attorney and, would. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And they know the scope of work better than anyone, mm -hmm. you know, um, more than the contractor. Because you, you obviously have a uh, a frame or a, a um, oh crap, I can't even think now, um, the carpenter, mm -hmm. but they're always referring back to the architect you know, it's like, can I put this here? Right. Am I allowed to put this weight here? So, but the only problem is this. As an architect, they're going to come in and read it. These guys charge you six, seven hundred bucks for an edit on, on just some plans. They might charge you a significant amount of money to just to them. look at it because they're so right. busy all yeah. the time. Yeah. But if you have a good relationship, if you're doing the project with them, they might take a look at it and say, like, if you have a client you're already doing something with them. You're like, hey, do you mind reading this As real quick? You're like, ah, no worries. Right. Oh, I do it all the time. Yeah. yeah. You're not so going to charge so them something extra if you're already No, no, no. There. But yeah. to Eric, your answer to yeah. your question, right? Um, I don't know definitively, but based off of what I remember and the quick glance I just did on my phone, I, I went to uh, New Jersey. There's a website called njconsumeraffairs.gov, right? So New Jersey creates a website for people to go and do your research and look. So even if you want to Google something, just follow your search term with NJ Consumer Affairs, and you'll likely be directed to okay. very simple how-tos that the state's prepared for you to review, right? Um, and the way it's defined is any home improvement, right? It says th they use okay. all, and they make it in large caps. So I home improvement, home improvement. word home improvement. Yeah, but but here's how home improvement's okay. defined. Home improvement includes the construction, installation, replacement improvement or repair of driveways, sidewalks, swimming pools, terraces, patios, landscaping, fences, porches. Guys, remember landscaping because we'll circle back to that, right? Porches, windows, protection, oh, doors, cabinets, kitchens, bathrooms, garages, basements, basement waterproofing, fire protection devices, security protection devices, Everything. central air. It just keeps yeah. going. Does it end with in someone's home? No, it doesn't define from what I'm reading home versus your personal residence or it being commercial. So my interpretation is there is no differentiating standpoint between uh -huh. the two. Now, I, I think it's less applicable in commercial settings because, and Eric will talk about this more because he deals with it almost weekly, and so do you, Omar. When you're in commercial settings, most contractors obviously do write it because you're big deals, and they follow something called an AIA yeah. agreement, and, and you guys are better suited to that. but. They're it's really like a standard agreement that's used all across the country, uh, which just gives people like a predetermined form contract, which yeah. makes it easier for people yeah. to follow. Exactly, and and you know, from what I'm interpreting and from my memory, 
every real estate contract requires it, including landscapers. That's huge because not cutting your lawn, right? But if you're planting a shrub, if you're picking up a shovel and you're planting a shrub, guys, if you've got like a side hustle out there and you're a landscaper and you know, you're planting some shrubs for people. You need a contract. And you need to be registered <laughs> with the state. Guys, it's not much. I think they charge okay, you 200 so bucks. So yeah. back to this. So this, hold on. You're basically, well, everything you just said protects Danny. Well, no, no that, as that, a contractor, that, 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 it well, does because if there's no contract, the homeowner can sue, right? And they can sue for triple whatever the damages were. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. In and that so, respect. So if there's a contract. So it me not to have a contract. It's no, it, it also protects I'm the homeowner. Playing with but, us okay. a little bit, but you know, you have that you have that flexibility. You won't have that if you have a contract. Sure. And it also protects the homeowner or the investor or the person hiring them because if you don't get what you bargained for, right? It's very easy. You're, you're going to say, no, listen, you told me you're going to do all this. And the contractor's like, no, that's not included, mm -hmm. right? But if it's on paper, you can say, no, right. it's right here. You're supposed to do it and you didn't do it. Absolutely. Or right. yeah. let's talk about the atom bomb. Change orders. Yeah. Because that's what makes things go wild. So Guys, tell me about change orders. When you look at a wall, it's easy. When that wall comes down, mm -hmm. right? That's when you go to get them. Everyone's got into a car accident for the Is most part. Is there plumbing in the wall that you didn't see? Mm -hmm. Right? When you go okay. and you go, car they give you an estimate. Right. Car accident will be a great explanation for this when it's at the autobahn. Right? I would do it that way so they can understand and then come back to. Perfect. So oh, yeah. you've all been in car accidents. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's a great it's a great way to explain it. And Thank I, you, sir. And I, you've obviously I appreciate that. Been in a car accident. Now we're sharing compliments here, guys. <laughs> this is a once in a lifetime opportunity oh, where me and a guest are getting along. This is a bromance. Go ahead. All right. So what happens is they take your bumper off and then they see everything else that's mm -hmm. wrong with the car from the accident, right? That happened when I hit the baby bear. Okay. It was I'm so glad that ended with bear. And then, <laughs> and then it turned out to be a lot more when they took yeah. everything off. Because right? you really don't know what's under it. Yeah, so the same when you're doing construction. Guys, it's not like, oh, well, this is it. The rest was, you should have figured, you should have thought about it. No. What you see is what you get. What they see is what they get. When it comes off, okay, well, this floor is not level. The underlaying is rotten. We need new plywoods. That's change orders. What are you going to go shop? for that. It, the, the that, yeah. So what are you gonna go shop that out? Yeah. Like no, All you right. stop your job. So, let, so Can I give a quick bring example, this back real yes. quick. So what he said. All right. So as a roofing contract, um, if you have a rotted roof, let's just say in the contract, most roofers who are licensed roofers come in and say, we're gonna redo your roof. We're gonna rip off the old shingles, and we'll repair the first two sheets of plywood that are rotted. Now after that because obviously you can't see what's under the roof, it's $100 a sheet after okay. two that we're going to And repair. that's an honest contract because he tells you the price per plywood. Yeah. Whereas if someone else doesn't, and guys, this is where you all need to be careful, contractors and non-contractors alike. If your contractor is on the job and says, listen, we need these 10 plywoods changed, um, it's going to be $4,000, and you're like, all right, man, no problem, do it. And then one of you doesn't do it, or it's usually the guy doesn't pay for it, well, he's like, I didn't sign your change order. Guys, change orders by law have to be signed, Okay. right? You can make arguments otherwise, but you're in court at that point. All right, so let's go back to Danny. Finish up with your contract, because we, we still haven't gone through the scope of what a, what a contract should be. So we got the scope of work. Okay. Now we put in- Well, a, real quick, I just wanted orders. to say what he said, because actually everything you're given and me not being a contract anymore. Uh, no, no. Oh, shit. No, I, 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 this is what I share with people. Yeah. Uh, New Jersey Consumer Affairs, contractors, plumbers, electricians, HVAC technicians, they are licensed by them. The city of Patterson was having a, a problem. There was a huge scam where people were using expired licenses 
and people weren't checking. Right. If you're licensed and active by the state of New Jersey, you're licensed by New Jersey Consumer Affairs. Um, number two, when you apply, so if you have a full detailed contract with them, also number two, you want to make sure they're licensed and you always pull out a permit through the city. That's why we always say, make sure they're licensed and insured. Now, if they're licensed and insured, you have a full detailed contract and you have permits, they were able to take out permits through the city, now you know you're secure. Now, God forbid, let's say they try to take off or you pay them and they don't finish the work, you not only have a contract, which will hold up in court, right? Mm -hmm. Number two, the division of consumer affairs for the city is also going to go to court on your behalf because, ah, because you have. Right. And now number three, which is the craziest thing. And I give to people, like I said, because I, yeah, I was a contractor, but I don't believe in being a wrong contractor. Number two, if they're licensed and they try to take off of your work, if they try to not finish, all you have to do is one complaint to consumer affairs and they're under a whole investigation board. And guys, you said Patterson a couple of times. I want to give a shout I, out. I, I, uh, to, I, I yeah, I, I do a lot of work. Uh, this, uh, Andre Sayeg uh, ha has been the mayor now for I think he's on a second term, and I've been involved with Patterson from since I was a kid when my my father was a big investor there. This guy has turned that city around in yeah. such nice. a wonderful, nice. phenomenal yeah. level yeah. that a lot of these protections, yeah, I don't have any love for the building department, sorry guys, but I gotta say that Andre himself and the so he's, stuff he's that he's plugged in. I gotta Patterson. shout out Jerry, Jerry's a good guy. Invest, yeah. Yeah. invest in Patterson, but make sure you're buying. He's, right, he's you don't have, you don't have a ton more time, yeah. so contracts I, I wanna bring this back But Andre contracts. is a great guy. We're gonna um, just talk contracts right now. Okay, no more, uh, all right, so just contracts. Yes. All right. We get off uh, topic, but so you, you know what it is. Scope. We're gonna do scope. The, we finished the, the we scope of work. The scope. Right. We did the change orders. What, what else, else is in the it? contract? Okay. What about so timing? We have the scope of work. We have the labor price, the material price, and timing on. Right. The, You're doing my job. kitchen. How long do I have to order? They let you out, know right? it's gonna take six weeks, but they might say uh, now during COVID, everything is backed up. Mm. It used to take six weeks to order windows. Now it's three months. Should I be concerned if a contractor is able to start right away? Um, not really. Does that mean they're no good because no, no one wants them? <laughs> that's what people assume. Yeah. Now, the thing is this. If they're pulling up, I, you have some contractors that say, hey, can I get an estimate? Well, I'm too busy. I can't come down. Or you might have a contractor that will just go see the job, and their number one question is, when do you need to get this done, and how long do you need? Because what they can do is, in between the time, yeah. you know, they may have different guys that could shift. So when we were actually active, we had 12 guys and we had two project managers. Now, we can go to one job, we can do another job. In between there, there might not be something for my guy to do. He can go over, I could send two guys and they could start the demolition. Obviously they know then after I demo the bathroom, let's just say, you're coming in with the framer, you frame it, now I could get electric and plumbing in there and I don't have to be at that it's job site. Yeah, absolutely. It's around. basically shifting, and it's yeah. and it's basically a um, it, it's just following the timeline on it. So the, the you can actually have, have timeline in it. Now this is the reason well, I kind of it's required to. So I'm going to be brief yeah. with your answer. So because we're jumping around, there's actually the law requires certain things to be in it, right? Yeah. And I'll rattle it, right? So a contract must be written, and it must include the legal name and business address of the contractor has to be in it, as well as the start date a completion date, a description of the work to be done, and the total aggregate price for the work to be done. Okay. Those are the right. legally required elements necessary to be in a contract. 
Anything in addition to that is something that you just a better contract and it's more descriptive. Okay. Right, but that's the minimum legal requirement. Does that cover basically? Well, no, that covers basically, yeah. The timeline, the, the amount of money, how long it's going to take, so, and the description of perfect. the Perfect. Yeah. So we now have a signed contract. Yay. What happens next? What happens next? You oh, start so just tell us about money before we do that. Yes. Deposits. How much should you deposit? So this is my thing. I deposit? always tell people, as, as, a, as a contractor, as an investor, a homeowner, whatever the case is, a lot of the time investors, see most of the people here are investors. If I'm purchasing the material, there's no need for a 50% deposit. There's no need even for a 25% uh, 25% deposit. I always say, and me, I'm gonna give you from real life experience, as a contractor, for myself and for the homeowner, I always try to protect each other. I don't want them to give me 50% and then you know they decide like, oh, well, they don't feel as comfortable giving me 50%. Listen, you can break it down into sections, but just make sure when the payment is due and we've all agreed on it, Please come through with that payment. And don't Because not it. only yeah. contractors, yeah. a lot of homeowners and investors have ripped people off as well. Mm. Yeah. Big That's time. the thing. So yeah. now you have that contractor, homeowner kind of, you know, you want to keep it a balanced relationship. What, always, what, what do you guys always use contractors? Do you use contractors? Not always, no. No, you don't. Do you? As opposed to using my own hands? And no, and no, like getting your own hand stuff, hand but yeah. subcontractors, right? So I, I rarely use contractors. You, you yeah. well, what are the format of words okay. when it comes to deadlines and timing? Double the time that they tell you. <laughs> no, no, there's four <laughs> words, right? That you yeah, have to look out for. Fast. No, no. Honestly, oh, no, no, wait a minute. I'll joke you aside. You could either have oh, price, like, what, speed, fast, or cheap. No. Tell it, us. Time of the essence. Right? So That's for closing. legal for us. It's not. So, exactly. I'm like, I'm like, God, no, I've never, ever, ever heard anything like that related to contracts. Yes. So I'll tell you why. Right. And I put them in my client's contract. Okay. So, all right. You're an investor. Have you ever seen any one of your contracts? What? Time, Time of the on your completion date? Uh, for, um, not for closing. So I wouldn't accept that. Well, for real estate. Yeah. No, no, not for real estate. So, not all right, guys, you can do that. So what happens if you sign a contract, you need your project to be done in six months and it's not right. And then you get into a fight and he's like, well, look, there's these delays, there's that delays. This was an estimated time. Time of the essence is not just for real estate closing. If you put in a contract for construction, this project, your work has to be done, time of the essence by this date, that means you're both agreeing that it is essential for the work to be done on this cutoff time. And at the end, if okay. they don't agree, you can sue them or you can get out of the contract. Well, there's usually provisions then that they start reducing off of their purchase amounts. Right, but if you get into that mess with the contractor, yes. you've lost the battle. We're trying to work, this lost. is about more yeah. about like getting through the contract. Yeah, so and once if you get the deposits done. Yeah. Um, you no, get the deposit, say, like I said. Go for it, Danny. Um, what, what, let's just say we're doing a bathroom. Okay. And you're going to start demolition. There's no reason for even 25%. You know, maybe you start off with something small because you want to make sure your guys are actually getting paid. So you can give them an initial positive 15% or whatever the case is. Your guys start to work. And obviously, um, you know, the next phase. I say in a bathroom or a kitchen, you set up about four or five payments. Okay. Uh, now, a lot of people are like, oh, well, I just gave you a deposit. Okay, but the bathroom's almost complete. We're going to inspection now. I need this before inspection, I need this after inspection, and then after inspection, you can hold it to the final. 
how much is the difference if you that you were like so you just separated between you buying the material or them buying the material so 15% you think is fair if they're buying the material if you're buying well, the material no, like 15 if i'm buying the material listen let's just we'll use numbers so they understand instead of 10 yeah. 15% we're doing a small bathroom let's say uh, $10,000. $10,000. Um, $2,000 is something fine to start up with um, if I'm purchasing the material. Now, do you give that to them on the first day they come? or when? Well, they, you know, you sign a contract, yeah. you, you give, give them a little check. deposit. Okay. Because yeah. even places like, um, I use guys out of a Sears or whatever the case, or uh, garage doors, you for them, you have to give 50%. Right. Yeah. But uh, you give a, a small deposit of $2,000, they start to work. That's why I like to set up in series of four or five. So it's, you're saying it's negotiable. It's negotiable. Yeah. Okay. So if I was to do so, they, so so they have actually a scenario. If I was to do a bathroom and it was ten grand, all labor, and they say, all right, I'll purchase all the material. We just pick it up. Mm -hmm. Fine. I would say start me off with a two thousand okay. dollar deposit. Um, obviously, when the plumbers or electricians are in, I would say, hey, listen, another two thousand dollars. Right. After inspection, we passed inspection, another $2,000. So now you're at 6000 They had all inspections passed. Now we're going to the finish. I would hold that four grand till after we're completed. I would say, hey, listen, another $2,000. We're complete. Now we're just waiting for inspections. After we pass final inspection and you're complete and you're done, I would say give me the balance of the $2,000. what if they don't pay you and they delay it for a week? What happens then? See, Because a lot of homeowners do do that. They do. They, they'll try to store. They'll say, oh, yeah. I, I have you this week or I'll give it. I mean, there's nothing much you can do. You can go to court, but you're Just probably... Off. You're probably going to leave it that That's point. a whole other podcast about court and contract. <laughs> All right, so now we, we are through the contract. We are done. You've given them the deposit. What do you expect next? Can I ask a question? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What happens, what happens if you sign the contract, but you don't show up? What if the contract doesn't come when he said he was going to come? Let's assume, because we have limited time today, that we the guy shows up. We're, I, I definitely see we're going to have to Let's get through the contracts. On, we have, on, yeah, yeah, we're going to have to. This is okay. going to have to we'll have be a back part on two. Again. I want you back <laughs> on. <laughs> we'll be back so on. It has to have a part yeah. two. Go ahead. No, it's a, uh, so right. what's next? So after I start working? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you you show what up for the after job. After you yep. give the deposit, the contract signed. What contract signed. I give the deposit. You usually say, okay, I'm going to start Monday. Let's say the deposit was given on Friday. Mm -hmm. The check is cleared. Mm -hmm. Well, you start working. Um, red flags with the homeowner. No, with the, with the we're, oh we're, red flag. What, what, what oh, red we're flag protecting be? the homeowner. Yes, right. against the contract. Okay. Red flag. Be? Red flag would be, you know, he says he's going to be there Monday at nine o'clock. Let's say uh, he doesn't show up to 12, 1 o'clock, or I can't come today, the mm. next day. There you go. Does That's that the happen right a fight. lot? Um, doesn't happen a lot to people who are reliable. Mm -hmm. you, usually, you usually find it. Not to A.J. Perry. <laughs> yeah, they're there before. You know? <laughs> they're there an hour before. <laughs> they're waiting around the corner. They just, they, just, they just broke your hot water yeah. heater when you were on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> so... Usually the red flags start before all this. The okay. red flags start with the estimates. If I'm and I'm setting up a time and and it's like okay, we'll meet at three o'clock. This guy can't come to tomorrow, or the next day, or three hours later. That's the red flag already that you know. Listen, uh, be done with this guy. Is that just yeah. is that like a character thing that you're just saying? If it doesn't have the character to be here on time. Well, if I podcast? can't respect my time or he can't respect, Very you know, point. It, it's. You, and you then kinda. what do you do just and this is the the last point what do you do in that situation if you need to get rid of someone what do you do if you don't like your contractor if they're coming late and you're already day, you're already right, tied into it right. you would you know obviously you would look for a new contractor you would do a change of order you would um you would have to do a change of contractor with the city 
but you would have to agree on what they've so first you have to fire that contractor first you have to fire have legal ramifications and then once you fire that contractor you have to let the city or the municipality know that you're changing if it's a licensed job well the reason you're changing is because the simple fact that he's not showing up now we all know on hard money time is of the essence for real because this guy's supposed to be here for a week he doesn't show up to next week let's say we're on a hard money loan and and whatever the interest is 3500 a month now you lost you're losing you're, money you're losing money every week or every yeah. day if Thank he's coming one day or not the next day it's like you have to protect yourself we yeah. are going to have to have a part two Ooh. and right there, after i this. just want to say get more there's, coffee there's Kayla, <laughs> there's peter there's there's a whole bunch of people that are like how do they get in touch with you danny they want to work with you they love no. you you're the man well I, so you gotta call me <laughs> <laughs> this is my agent percent right yeah. go. um i'm on What's my, your uh, website uh danny builds www.dannybuildshomes mm-hmm. uh it's all plural.com and uh, what's like, your email? Uh, I'm actually dannybuildshomes at gmail.com. And Instagram, same thing, dannybuildshomes. That's Home. how you get in touch with him. And are you part of any class that teaches this? Oh, a great, <laughs> a awesome, awesome class that I absolutely Find love. Find Fun Flip. And let R-E me tell you, me and Omar, we're not done until we, we're on HGTV. So everyone, a couple of things, guys. Watch us every week. Please subscribe on our YouTube channel. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Smash that button. And you want to go to Spotify and see us. If you need to get in contact with us personally, it's info at recareercenter.com. We will have a part two. Thank you to our, our power panel. And Thank shout you, out, shout out to AJ Perry. I've never dealt with them. You have. <laughs> um, every contractor or every opportunity like that has a purpose, and it's good for some and maybe not good for others. But we're, we're very excited to have you. And again, remember, if you visualize it, you can own it. See you All next right. time. Bye.